around the world they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. I praise the Lord and keep the faith. Sipping my macchiato, gotta get my cream up. I do this for Christ, boy. This ain't for the culture. Believe the scripture. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez. Please subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. You can also follow me on social media at mbills314. This is episode 103, part 4 of racism in the church if you have been tuning in for this entire series i want to thank each and every one of you all for your continued support and prayers if this is the first episode that you've listened to of this podcast and you just so happen to come in on part four i would recommend that you go to part one and work your way on up because we've built our way up to this point and today is going to be a doozy <laughs> you know, and I feel I feel a lot better on this episode. Now, last episode I wasn't I wasn't sad, but you know, last episode I was telling you that God placed on my heart to to deal with burdens and the burden of the black community and how we as a people can take on uh, burdens because of things that's coming against us. You know, we dealt with things like you know doctors in the medical field. Um, we dealt with the justice system all these different things and as i was talking about it i was preaching about how we need to let burdens go and it felt like as i was talking about it that i got a burden that came on me <laughs> just from talking about it like it was just like a a lot to 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 talk about you know what i'm saying it got you upset that's why i'm like i don't know man this this racism stuff i'm gonna have to hurry up and get done with this series because stuff gets you mad once you start dealing with it but anyway just know i'm I, I feel better and i feel good that episode just as i got into it man it was just like ah it's a lot but it's all good this is uh like i said this is part four of racism in the church and today we're going to dive in probably the deepest that we've ever dived into something what well, since i've had this podcast so we're going to talk about today are black people cursed because some people tend to believe and we've been taught throughout generations is that black people are cursed black people are inferior right those are the two main things that we've heard um i've also heard um that the reason why our skin is black or we have this melanin is because we are cursed that god that one of god's ways of cursing black people was to darken their skin and that lie has been perpetuated all down the years it has worked its way on up you know and then people look at the world you look at what's going on in the world and the things that's coming against black people some people tend to believe like man i mean maybe we are cursed i mean look at how the world hates us look at you know so forth and so on maybe god did curse us we're going to look at that today and we're going to answer that question. Now, like I said, we are going to go deep. What I'm going to say to you today is going to require some study on your part. If you want to back up what I'm seeing and what I'm reading, because the conclusion that we're going to come to is going to, to rock some of y'all's world. <laughs> but trust me, I've, I've studied it out. I prayed about it. These things I've been just listening and studying over the years because I've been so fascinated 
um, since I became a believer in the early 2000s on things like this. Like I wanted to know these deep questions and God started revealing to me through his word. You know what I'm saying? So with no further ado, let's dig on into it. We're going to start at Genesis chapter nine. Genesis chapter nine. Now, the text that I'm about to read to you, this is where people, predominantly white people, have concluded that God has put a curse on black people. That's where it came from. It came from the white slave owners, the white slave masters, white Bible scholars from days of old coming up with this conclusion from the story that we're about to read. So Genesis chapter nine, verse 18 through 27. And I want you to follow me carefully, okay? I'm gonna take my time with this, but you need to understand what we're reading. Let's start at verse 18. It says, the sons of Noah who came out of the boat with their father were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham is the father of Canaan. Now I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. You may be reading out of a different translation, but it's all good because we're still gonna end up in the same place. So the NLT says, again, it says the sons of Noah who came out of the boat with their father were Sham, Ham, and Japheth. Ham is the father of Canaan. It says that in parentheses. From these three sons of Noah came all the people who now populate the earth. So that will be today. It says through these three sons of Noah came all people who now populate the earth. We dealt with that in part one. If you want more uh, in-depth analysis <laughs> on that, refer back to part one of racism in the church. We dealt with how all these races came to be. Now verse 20, it says, after the flood, Noah began to cultivate the ground and he planted a vineyard. One day, verse 21, he drank some wine he had made and he became drunk. So he planted a vineyard. You know wine you know, came from grapes and so forth. So I'm assuming he planted the vineyard. It said he drunk some wine that he made and it says he got drunk. And it says he became drunk and laid naked in his tent. Verse 22, Ham, the father of Canaan. Now Canaan is Noah's grandson, all right? Ham, the father of Canaan, saw that his father, Noah, was naked and went outside and told his brothers. Then Sham and Japheth took a robe, held it over their shoulders, and backed into the tent to cover their father. As they did this, they looked the other way so they would not see him naked. Verse 24, when Noah woke up from his stupor, he learned what Ham, his youngest son, had done. Then he cursed Canaan, the son of Ham. May Canaan be cursed. May he be the lowest of servants to his relatives. Then Noah said, may the Lord, the God of Sham. Then Noah said, may the Lord, the God of Sham be blessed and may Canaan be his servant. May God expand the territory of Japheth. May Japheth share the prosperity of Sham and may Canaan be his servant. 
Wow. Now this is where people got that from. They got black people are cursed because Ham is the ancestral father of the of people of color. And we talked about that in part one of this series. Ham is the ancestral father of people of color, right? So, but for some reason, people read over or read into what the scripture says. And we're going to go over it. Number one, the curse that was sent out wasn't declared by God. It was declared by Noah. That's one. Number two, he, the curse, he never cursed Ham. He cursed Canaan, which is Ham's son. Noah cursed his grandson. He never cursed Ham. And another thing, the Ham was already black. His skin was black. Ham means black. And Ham had three other sons that were already black. Remember Cush, Mizoram, and Put were his three sons. And Canaan, obviously, but I'm dealing with the other three. They were already black. So the, the curse supposedly that was on black people, that the reason why our skin is black is because we're cursed, that could be, that's impossible because they were already black. So that dog won't hunt. That's a negative. So our skin is black. Our skin being black is not a result of a curse. So we exit that out. Noah never cursed Ham which is the black son, you can X that out. Now, when I read that, that seemed odd to me. What does Canaan have to do <laughs> with anything? Cause let's go back up and read it. And we're gonna do a lot of going back and forth because I want you to understand, we all are getting a clear understanding. Cause I'm telling you, once I got this revelation, it just, it blew my mind. So again, if we go back up to verse 22, it says, Ham, the father of Canaan. Notice how it's throwing it in there. It's throwing that in there for a reason. So it says, Ham, the father of Canaan, saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brothers. Okay, let's stop. Ham, it says, he went inside and he saw that his father was naked. Now his father is Noah, right? He saw his father was naked. Once he saw his father was naked, he went outside and he told his brothers, who was his brothers, Sham and Japheth. So he went and told Sham and Japheth. And it says that Sham and Japheth in verse 23, they took a robe, they took a robe and they held it over their shoulders and they walked in backwards. They backed in to the tent to cover their father. As they did this, it says they looked the other way so they would not see his father naked. So they backed in, threw a robe over their father. Remember, Noah was drunk. It says that he planted a vineyard. He drunk some wine, got drunk. Now, I don't know if you've ever been drunk before. <laughs> but when people get drunk, they say and do some strange and crazy things. Do some gross things, too. All right? And according to Tory Lanez, I, they shoot people in the foot. But that's a whole other story. Anyway, let me get back in the spirit. Um, <laughs> Lord have mercy. But when you're drunk, you do strange things. That's why God wants us to be sober. But this is the question. Why did God, why didn't Noah, remember Noah cursed Canaan. God didn't say anything. Noah did this. Why did Noah curse Canaan? Where was Canaan in this picture? It says that his father 
was naked in the tent. Ham went and saw his father naked and told his brothers, yo, whoop-de-whoop, they went in with the robe, walked in backwards and says they covered their father and didn't want to look at him because he was naked. And then when Noah woke up, he cursed Canaan. Nowhere in this story does it say, does it say Canaan was present. Check this out. Look at Leviticus chapter 18. Now let's look at verse 8. Now the Amplified Bible, it says in verse 8 of Leviticus 18, it says, you shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's wife. It is your father's nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's wife. It is your father's nakedness. So I was processing that, thinking and listening to messages on and so forth. And this is what I got. So when you're married, you become one with your spouse. Someone un uncovering my wife's nakedness is uncovering my nakedness because we are one. If you're married and listening to me, someone uncovering your wife's nakedness, they're uncovering your nakedness. Now, the word naked in this particular text means nudity, shameful and disgraceful act, and it also means sexual intercourse. Now, this is where the Bible gets deep. Because when you're reading the scriptures, and especially if you're reading in the King James Version, you got to understand that that is written in Old English. So a lot of words as you read them don't necessarily mean exactly what it says. So, for instance, if it says the word conversation, it's not talking about, you know, in certain scriptures I'm thinking about right now. It's not talking about the conversation like you having a conversation with the person that, you know, that word conversation means lifestyle. So you can be reading the text in the New Testament and it's talking about, you know, uh, I can't think of the scripture right now, but let's just say, you know, conduct your conversation. So forth. you thinking about all oh, he talking about when I'm talking on the phone to no, he talking about your lifestyle That word conversations translated lifestyle. So a lot of times in scripture, there are words put in there that you really have to dig deep into. What does that word mean? It doesn't mean, you know, what we as Americans sometime or wherever country that you're listening from meaning, you know what I'm saying? Because there are so much different type of terms and meanings of words. I mean, just look at the things that we say now. What up dog? A dog used to just be an animal. Now you say, what up dog? Now it's, it's a, it's a um, term of endearment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's now it's a person. It's not, it's not an insult. What up dog? You know what I'm saying? People don't really say that much anymore. You know what I'm saying? But just look at how our words are used interchangeably, different things and so forth. So the reason why I read that text is because he kept, he cursed Canaan. And it says Noah got drunk. We know Noah was married. Right? Noah got drunk. And it says when Ham saw because Ham was the first one to see. He saw, it says, he saw that his father was naked and he went outside to get his brothers. Mm. We about to go there. Let's go to Leviticus chapter 20. Leviticus chapter 20. 
and we're about to uncover a deep revelation. Look at verse 11. It says, the man who lies intimately with his father's wife has uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall most certainly be put to death. Their blood is on them. So it says again, the Bible, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the Bible is like a coded book and you really need the Holy Spirit to help you to uncover and to reveal these hidden gems that's in here. You can't just pick up the book and not know the Lord and just say, I'm just going to read today. You need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit to help us as we're reading these scriptures because some things he has to give us understanding of because every something just when you just look at it, it don't really make natural sense but when god revealed it to you it's like a bomb exploded on the inside of you so again it says the man who lies intimately with his father's wife father's wife that will mean your mother right it's weird because it's like why would god have to put that in there like who's gonna but that happens today incest is a thing if it wasn't a thing, God would have never had to put it in here. So to me and you, that's gross. Who is going to have sex with their mother? But that is a thing that happens in a lot of families. That's a gross sin. It's sin, but it's definitely a gross sin. But he says that if you uncover it, but he says, if you have sex with your mother, you are uncovering your father's nakedness because that is your father's wife and they are one. So you having sex with her, you basically expose or uncovered your father's nakedness. The scripture says. Macchiatos. Macchiatos. Music. Macchiatos. And the scripture. And the The year is 2020, the number. Another summer get down. Sound of the funky drummer. Music ain't in the heart, cause I know you got soul. The information age got him seeing what's really wrong with these racist days. I honor the strong and pity the weak. Your thoughts run your life, be careful what you think. Haiti beat France in century 17. Salute Toussaint and Dessaline. And I do love France, know what I mean? It's a system I'm talking, nobody's agreeing. They say it's suicide when dead bodies are swinging. Cowards are hunting black men, that's what I'm seeing. How many toasters have been burnt down? And once Central Park was a thriving black town. Yo, Chuck, I'm fighting the power right now. Thanks to you, Flav, and P.E. Putting it down, putting your life on the line so I can rap now. The next generation still singing Fight the Power. Fight the Power! This concludes side A. Please flip to side B. So I submit to you, based off these two scriptures and our understanding of nakedness and how the scripture is defining it, the reason why Noah woke up and cursed Canaan, which is his grandson, Canaan, remember, Canaan is Ham's son, so that will make Canaan Noah's grandson. The reason why he cursed Canaan, watch this. <laughs> 
the reason why he cursed Canaan is I believe based off of this scripture is because Ham saw and witnessed his son Canaan having sex with his mother which would be Canaan's grandmother because think about it if you and I, like, I don't, you know, if you saw your father, if you ever at the YMCA or whatever gym you go to, if you're a man, you go, you go in the locker room, you're going to see men naked. You know what I'm saying? Showers, whatever, whatever. You see it, you go about your business, whatever. It's a locker room. If you ever played sports in high school, college, whatever, professional level, it's normal. It's, you know, it is what it is. So why would Noah walk into the tent? And the scripture says he saw his father naked. He would walk out, go get his brothers and say, hey, go get a robe and cover daddy up. Why can't you just go get a robe, cover daddy up? Or why can't you just let daddy be if he's sleeping naked? No, 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 no. He saw worse than that. Now, I can't say he caught them in the sexual act. Obviously, no. And I submit to you, it's not in the text, but I mean, we can't disprove it. But if Noah got drunk, it's a possible, it's a great possibility that his wife could have been drinking with him. Now it doesn't say that in the text, but I'm just saying it's a possibility. And like I said, when you get drunk, or if you've ever been drunk, you do strange things. And it could be, it could be possible that she had been she was drunk but whether you would whether she was drunk or she was sober it's still gross but that's the reason that he cursed canaan is because canaan had sex with his grandmother so it's kind of like a metaphor in a sense in this scripture that it wasn't necessarily wasn't necessarily referring to noah being naked and he just got drunk and took all his clothes off and laying on the ground in the tent no Noah saw something, he witnessed something. Cause think about it, his brothers, they said they had to walk in backwards. Now I don't care who you are, especially as a man. Now we are just talking about men right now. No man wants to see their mother naked because it says they walked in backwards and threw a robe over. Wow. I don't know what type of crazy stuff was going on. But what we were reading in Leviticus, it's Levitical. He had to institute something. So he's saying, listen, if you are, if you sleep with your father's wife, which is your mother, I'm letting you know right now, you're going to be put to death. Just think about that. Why the Lord had to put that in there is because that was a thing. And you uncover your father's nakedness when you sleep with your mother, the scripture says. Told you this is going to be a doozy, man. This is, this is something. And you have to reread this and read it and study it just like I did. But I'm telling you, that's the reason he cursed Canaan. He never cursed Ham. Never. The scripture never says that he cursed Ham. But there are white theologians and white slave masters that said that's the reason why black people are cursed. And that's why they thought it was okay to enslave and mistreat black people. And to this day, I believe that some white people have that thinking. 
and they think that way they think that black people are cursed where did they get it from they got it out of genesis chapter 9 but they misinterpreted it and didn't read it through and you know even outside of us going this deep and, and coming across this revelation just the the reading it at face value he cursed canaan he didn't curse ham and then studying it and then studying it out that curse that was on canaan wasn't a perpetual curse that curse was fulfilled when joshua and the children of israel conquered and subdued the canaanite nations in the land of promise so that ends that that wasn't it that wasn't an eternal or, or perpetual curse and again god never cursed ham god never cursed Hank canaan noah did why did noah do that because of what noah witnessed obviously noah witnessed it now i don't know if they were all in the tent together and they were asleep i don't know what was going on all i know is based off the revelation and uncovering of these scriptures and with the help of the holy spirit the revelation of it is canaan was doing some things some ungodly ancestral i don't know if that's a word <laughs> gross things with his father's mother which will make that his grandmother and then in verse 24 also just to give you more revelation on how i came to this conclusion verse 24 says when noah woke up from his stupor he learned what ham his youngest his youngest son had done ham didn't do nothing ham was the one that saw something the scripture says and ham was the one that told his brothers to come in and cover so when this scripture says when noah woke up and saw what ham his youngest son had done number one ham was not the youngest son ham is the second oldest japheth is the youngest you follow me so i submit to you when it says his youngest son he's referring to his grandson when noah woke up from his stupor he learned learned what ham his youngest son had done but it's talking about canaan he learned what canaan his grandson had done then in verse 25 it says then he cursed canaan he didn't curse ham do you see what i'm saying so it, it's some some revelation in that that's how that's how i came to this conclusion like he cursed canaan canaan was doing something with his wife with noah's wife which is his grandmother and obviously noah witnessed it that could be the reason why noah got drunk and remember there was they didn't have the holy ghost then abiding in them you know the earth had to get repopulated yo it was crazy there was no there was no commandments given it was just all for one and one fall it was still nasty whether it was a commandment or not so it says may canaan be cursed may he be the lowest of servants to his relatives never mention nothing about ham never not one time did he mention the ham was cursed so you may be thinking okay man this this kind of sent me over the top <laughs> you know what i'm saying so your thoughts right now may be same like how mine's um was so did ham catch his son in the act in the sexual act um did he hear about it from his dad i mean what fam listen i wish i can get into all the intricate details of it 
<laughs> but I don't know. But I do know Canaan, Ham's son, did something with his grandmother based off of Leviticus 18 and Leviticus 20 because it says that when you have sex with your father's wife, you uncover your father's nakedness. And that's what this scripture was saying. Remember verse 23, it says, they saw not their father's nakedness. So it doesn't necessarily mean that Noah was naked, but it's referencing or it's a metaphor or whatever type of big word you want to put in there. It's referring to Canaan having sex with his grandmother because when you do that, the scripture says you uncover your father's nakedness. That's could be that fam. That has to be the only only reason. That's the only conclusion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That that's it. It's nuts, but it's fam. It hap It's happening now. You can Google articles. I think I read something maybe two or three years ago where the this um the mother tried to legally marry her son. It happens. Someone just told me a, a story about someone who said that their father, their biological father, was having sex with his daughters. It is a real thing. So I don't want you to get shocked like, oh, that's nuts. This ain't too far-fetched, obviously, because God wouldn't have had to tell us not to do it. It's gross to the to natural common people. But there are people who live different ways. And that's why there's so much sin in this land. That's why we experience a lot of things that we're experiencing because this world is bigger than just you, than just you and I household. So me and you, you know what I'm saying? We may be okay. What we feel to, you know, we may feel like we were living regular lives, but there are things out here that no one knows but the Lord. And the things that come upon a land doesn't just come upon the land because it just God ain't got nothing else to do and it's not God doing it it's just God taking his hand of protection and mercy off of something and allowing something to plague a nation a person a family however but God promises us as his children that no matter what hits this land he says that we are the salt of the earth and we are the light of the world and he says that he will protect us from the evil that's in the world. So the reason why I wanted to do this racism in the church series is because this stuff goes deep. And a lot of people's thinking comes from the Bible, but it comes from misinterpreting what the scripture says. And think about it. If someone misinterprets what the scripture says and they teach other people, then that just gets passed down. False doctrine, false belief, false teaching just gets passed down from one generation to the next, from one generation to the next, from one generation to the next. And so now God is uncovering and it requires boldness to do so, to tell people like, no, you had it wrong. And I don't care if you've been preaching it for 200 years, you've had it wrong for 200 years. And that's just not the half of it, folks. But we're going to dig into a little bit of it. I think I probably have one more part to this series and then I'm done. <laughs> uh, it's probably the longest series I've done, I believe. But this next, um, nah, I think I may have two more parts. I, I don't know, y'all. Just We just going to flow to what, however the Lord wants to do it. Because the more and more I continue to study, the more it gets revealed. And the more I want to I be responsible on my platform to share this revelation with y'all. 
because it's needed, it's important. It's important for our children to know, it's important for all of us to know, so that we can reverse the lie. Black people are not cursed. That's the conclusion of the matter. God loves black people. Why? Because he created us. God loves white people. Why? Because he created them. He loves all people. Why? Because he cre- we're his creation. It's not about one race over the other. But for some reason, some people don't think that. And you know why? Because they've been taught that. And they got it from misinterpreting scripture. And scripture being preached wrongly to them. So they feel justified. Some people... Now, I have my white brothers and sisters listening. I know it's not all white people. We understand that. We know that. But there are some that perpetuate the lie. And I believe that's why you have redlining when it comes to housing. I believe that's why you don't see um, um, a lot of black people on boards of different companies. Is because I believe certain ideologies, certain ways of thinking that even though the owner or CEO may be in their 40s or 50s, they learned these things from their parents and grandparents and great grandparents. There are certain things about black people they feel like you can't entrust them with. And this is why. And I believe all that comes from misinterpreting scripture that came all down the years. Because listen to all the stigmas that come upon black people. Black people are always late. Black people are lazy. Uh, black people are this, black people are that, black people are emotional, black people, so forth. All of these stigmas and stereotypes come from, you think they came from black people? You think we made it up? But but check it out. This is the weird part. Now we often know we're in the sun, we're on something else now. <laughs> this is the weird part about stereotypes. Some of us as black people take the stereotypes and run with it. And we know we do it. Hey, listen, don't come here on CP time. What's CP time? Well, my non-black people is listening. <laughs> CP time means color people time. Why? Because we we started believing the stigma that we're always late. And that's not true. White people, Indian people, whoever people can be late. Anyone can be late. Everyone's late at times. So it's not a part of our culture to be late, but somehow... We took that and, and ran with it. Now we say CP time. Now we laugh and joke, but you got to just think about what we're saying and where we got it from. We have a lot more to talk about. We haven't even scratched the surface, but I think this episode was just probably the, oh, I'm hot and everything. I need to change my shirt. Like, Lord have mercy. This was a, this was a deep one. <laughs> I pray, man, that you study this out, what we talked about, because, man, it was one of those this podcast has been a blessing to you. Please share this with your family and friends. Remember, you can follow me on social media at mbills314. Send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. And remember the words from the Book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 4, latter verse. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Until next time, I'm out.